Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Uh, but first, I want to know at what age you think it is appropriate to tell your child about the birds and the bees. Uh, now, there was a very interesting article last week in the Irish Examiner by a journalist called Alison O'Connor. And she believes that parents need to step up and have an honest chat with their young children about sex. And today I want to know if you agree and how young in the child's life you think it should actually happen. Now, have a listen to some of what uh, was written in this article in the Irish Examiner uh, last week. Have a listen to some of what she said um, And a quote here, Uh, she says, So, parent, it's the end of primary school and you still haven't spoken to your child about sex? Then tough luck, there is no place in first year being offered to you by your local secondary school. Uh, If I was in charge, she says, that's the policy I would attempt to put in place. Harsh, I know, but desperate times and all of that. Uh, Also, probably impossible to actually implement, uh, but the threat of it could work wonders, she says. Uh, She goes on to say, the first educators here should be parents, and that's what I want to focus on today. And she says, um, and it should be taught to children from a very young age. Does this mean ruining their precious innocence? Of course not. There are any number of age-appropriate ways to go about it as they grow. And finally, she says, uh, it's time, though, for parents of both boys and girls to ditch the shyness and uh, just get on with these conversations. In today's environment, it is appalling negligence not to do so. It can be uncomfortable, but what's a little awkwardness compared to the awful way you are treating your child by not talking to them about it at all? Uh, so it's an interesting take, and I have to say, and she's definitely straight to the point on it. So today I want to know, I want to know what you think. Uh, I'm sure you've heard about the ongoing argument, of course, with regard to the new sex education bill for schools. And I know Niall has discussed that in length over the last while. But today I want to talk about parents educating their kids. You, parents out there listening today, educating your kids about sex. Uh, this writer believes it should be happening in the home before the child is 12, if she's saying before uh, they go into secondary education. Some people believe it should happen even sooner. So what is the appropriate age for your child to learn about the birds and the bees from their parents? Maybe, you know, they should be allowed to hold on to their innocence. That's what some people believe until as late as possible. Or maybe the conversation should be happening at a very young age, even younger than 11, even younger than 10. You might think that's mad, but that's what some people believe. So. The question today, and answer please to 087-188-0008. What is the appropriate age for your child to learn about the birds and the bees from you as a parent? 087-188-0008 on text or WhatsApp, as I say, or give us a shout on 1850-410-494. Uh, Stephanie, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Stephanie? Morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm not too bad at all. Go ahead, Stephanie. What's your opinion on this, please? Um, well, if you'd asked me a couple of years ago, I probably would have said to leave it till they're older. Right. But I've done a lot of thought over the last year or so. So um, I was on to Nile the other day. I told mine the other day they're five and seven. Well, I didn't okay. tell the other day. A few months ago, like it came up. Um, I was saying the last time that someone had kicked someone in the balls in school and my son was like, oh, you kicked me in the privates or I kicked him in the privates. And I said, oh, you know, just be very careful. You can't kick anyone there because mm. that's where the seeds are kept when you're older to make babies. And he was just like, okay, <laughs> ran off. And then it came up again, uh, reading a book or something. And they just asked how, how it happened. So I told them very basically, like very basic words. Mm. And um 
they were just like, oh, that's disgusting. And I kind of laughed yeah. and said, oh, I won't think it's disgusting when you're older. And, uh, and that was it. They didn't ask any more questions. Right. So it, it kind of came up in a, a kind of an, an organic way for you, I suppose. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, like, why I we're going to sit them down. You're not going to sit like, them down. No, and I didn't kind of go through. I just basically said, listen, I said what I said. And, uh, and they kind of, we just laughed. And then, like, we were watching Tom Tom the other week. And the parents kind of was telling my daughter, she's five. I said, oh, they can't have children. She said, he should just give her her seeds and his seeds, mommy, you know? And he should just, you know, so yeah. if they just, instead of when they're like 11 or 12 and it's really embarrassing and you're yeah. all sitting around the table or whatever, and I don't want to have the conversation and they don't want to have, like, I'd rather they kind of know now. Yeah, so pardon the pun, the, pardon the, pun the, the, the seed has essentially been planted before, yeah. before, you, before <laughs> they get to that age. Like, I didn't talk for half an hour. I just kind of said it over over like a minute. And again, we laughed it off and that was it. And we yeah. haven't mentioned it. It's just they ask about something else. I might just, I was saying to no, I just drip feed them. And then it's never going to be a really big deal. Um, but I'm not saying sit down. I, I, I was saying my, my friend is from Norway. And when she came over here, she said she was shocked that none of the kids knew mm. until they were old. She said over Norway, every, as soon as they asked, they're told. And it's not really, it's not a big deal. I think we're kind of making a big deal out of it. Do you know what I mean? But we have a tendency to make a big deal about these things, particularly yeah, when it comes, to, it, comes to, it comes to sex in Ireland. And maybe it's just an old age thing, but that is I kind of where is. we're at here. Because and we like do, we all, shy away from it. Yeah, because I think if all the kids kind of are told like that when they're little, it won't be, it won't be a big deal. It is a big deal to everybody at the moment because that's just the way it always was. But so like when, I, when you said that your young lad, um, either he or someone kicked a, a young fella in, yeah. the, in, in the nether regions, what age was he then? Did he answer uh, that question? It was, he was probably six, running around six. the yard. And I can't remember if he kicked, so they were messing. Or someone, he's, oh, he kicked me in the pot or whatever. And I said, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You know, yeah. they're very important. You know, you mightn't be able to have children because there's seeds in there, you know. And he just kind of went, okay, and like ran off. And that was it. And then he... And then he'd say, you know, he might mention, oh, somebody kicked someone in the pipe, but I told him not to. <laughs> you know, they're, they're really important. Uh, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, and what, what about then those parents who would suggest that in around six or seven or even younger, I don't know, well, depend on what we, we get in today, uh, that say that they should be sitting them down, at least planting, as you say, seeds, but not organically actually sitting down with kids around oh, six or seven. Know, Is that far too young? I don't know. Like, well, I don't think it's a problem, but I just think it's probably a lot... Uh, like, if you make a big deal of it, then it's going to be a big deal. Whereas if you just kind of throw it in every now and again, like if they are, they are, they happen to ask when you were reading Rapunzel why they couldn't have kids or something. I can't remember. So like, but if you sit down and you take out a book and you're like, this is this and that's that. First of all, they're probably too young to take it all in. Yeah. Um, but it's probably just making a very big deal of it. I just kind of laughed it off and said, this is what yeah. happened. And then we but all had a giggle. Well, it's, it's actually brought so, me back to when I was a kid. And I can't, I can't sort of pinpoint the age. But I remember being over at a mate's house and he had a book on all the birds and the bees. And he was showing it to me as, as like, look at this. Look what happens, you know. And I remember, I can remember vividly saying to him, well, I don't know about your parents, but that definitely doesn't happen with my parents. Like, I mean, that's, that's obviously your own business, my friend, but it doesn't happen with my parents. But it kind of, it kind of in a way shows at that time my naivety and maybe, yeah. maybe my parents should have been talking to me about that stuff at that age. But then again, yeah. what harm did it do any of us at the end but of the day? Like, my kids haven't been traumatized by the little conversation we had. No, had I can't imagine. And John Hassel stuck in their head. They didn't ask. We finished the book and that was it. And they didn't ask about it again until mm. Tom Tom came up the other day and she was like, he should give her his seeds. And I was like, oh, well, maybe his seeds aren't working properly. <laughs> <laughs> or Tom, whatever. Tom but, Tom of all movies. <laughs> uh, right. but, 
you know, uh, anyway, uh, I just don't think it should be a big deal, you know? Right, okay. But, so you're, you're saying just kind of uh, organically let it happen if they ask, yeah. you answer the questions or whatever, but not maybe... Okay, when does that sit-down uh, chat then happen, Stephanie? And Bernie, hang on, I'm going to come to you in a second. I'm when does the sit-down have to happen when things get a bit, you know, uh, there can be potentiality where uh, the kids are going to start, you know, snogging and doing all the rest of it. So when, when well, does that conversation have I'm to happen? I'm kind of hoping if, if they kind of ask questions randomly over the next few years, then that'll all... I won't have to have a proper sit down. Do you know what I mean? Mm. A proper sit down chat. I'm hoping that over the years it'll just come up here and there and we can kind of discuss it as it comes up. If it comes up in the telly or someone says something in school. Um, but I suppose, I suppose when they get to 12, 13, you want to... You really want to sit down. Okay, hang on there, Stephanie. Bernie, you're okay. live on Classic Kids. How you doing, Bernie? Hi, Mike. How are you? Not um, too bad at all. Go ahead, Bernie. What do you think? I'm of the old-fashioned way back, you know. Oh, yeah? At the time, I, was, I, I remember my mother coming in at 12 and just saying, you're going to get these things every month and, you know, don't kiss a boy or you'll be pregnant. Right. That was all. I, I didn't <laughs> know what she Pretty blunt, yeah. Yeah, so that was all I ever got. But for now, my own children, um, as they asked or anything happened to them growing up, they're in their 30s now, I would kind of be, like like Stephanie said, I would just kind of, you know, give them a little hint of, you know, well, be careful there because, yeah, um, you know, say they fell off their bicycle or, you know, um, they, one of them had to have, the, you know, the thing done, the circumcision at nine due to trauma from a football injury. So mm. I had to kind of break it to him gently. Um, but it was only very gentle. I didn't say anything deeper. meaning You know, it was just if he asked and he asked me any more questions, I would have you know, given him the information. But I think the children, you know, not telling a two and a three-year-old and sitting them down on five and six. I mean, every child is, you know, it's age every child is reacts differently to new to information. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't just sit down at five and six and go, right, I'm going to tell you about this today. When the child is hardly able to, you know, write his name, you know, so you have to be very, very... Yeah, of course. And, and I, think to be, I, I think to be fair, Bernie, I think everyone would agree that sort of five years of age and six years of age is a nonsense. Uh, but then again, you're saying eight or nine years of age. And on the other hand, people will also say that that's a nonsense. That eight or nine years of age, I mean, that's very, very young and kids well, should be hanging on to their innocence. Sorry, Mike, I might have been, you know, I, the only reason I told my, my son at the time was because he was going in for surgery and I just had to explain to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and that was the only reason, I mean, I didn't go down the road. I just explained, be careful there and how, gen, you know, obviously kicking somebody in that area was very inappropriate and I told my daughters also to be very, you know, careful. But I didn't give them any other information unless they asked them. I let the child ask me the questions rather than me pumping them full of information. Right, okay. Well, hang on, Bernie and Stephanie. Two kind of similar stories there in that uh, kind of hanging on really till the questions are asked. Uh, from my point of view, by the way, I have two children, but uh, one is four and one is one. So I'm not in that situation yet. But according to Stephanie, that situation could come up in, in the next year or so. So I'm interested to see what you think. 1850 or WhatsApp or text 087-188-0008. Let me go to Dave. You're live in Classic. It's Aiden, Dave. Hey, folks. Uh, how are you? Go ahead, Dave. What do you think? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I'm kind of hoping that two lads here could give me some advice. Cause <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they're on the line, so work away. You ask your own questions, well, no, Dave. I mean, like, he's like, he knows the difference between male and female anatomy. and where so, so, Sorry, how old is your son? He's nine. He's nine, right. right. Mm. So he's kind of right on the cusp of it, I suppose. But um, And you're, like, you're genuinely confused about it? No, I'm as, to, as to what confused. to do? No, I'm like most fathers. I'm putting it off until for as long as I possibly can. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. No, I think I it'll be him. worse. I think it's going to like, when he gets to like 11, 12, and he gets to turning into a teenager and it's all oh, awkward, no. and then you're embarrassed yeah. and they're embarrassed and they don't, you know, I just, I remember mum leaving a book in my bed and I thought my sister did it, so I put it back in her bed and she put it back in my bed. Mum was like, why do you keep moving the book? And then I was like, oh, 
Oh God, it was you. <laughs> I, know, I remember I got, just being so embarrassed. I was probably twelve or something. I remember being mortified. Yeah, like I remember and I, like I got to talk when I was about thirteen, and I already knew the crack, and it was quite honestly the most uncomfortable ten minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was awful. It is awful. It's an awful situation because I know my two sons were tw- before they went to secondary school. They were eleven or twelve or twelve. And I set them down, and they were setting their hands over their ears, going, I'm, "I don't want to hear this." <laughs> yeah, well, 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 that's understandable. To be fair, who was it, Bernie? Did you mention about talking to someone in Norway? By the way, was it you that said that? No, Stephanie. Oh, that was myself. No, Stephanie. Yeah. Sorry. And as a matter of interest, what sort of age were they, uh, was that person they saying they said, had the oh, chat? She said, "As soon as they ask, they're told." And moved because what happened was, I don't repeat myself because I said this the other day, um, my kids, when they were like three and five, had their older cousin, he was six or something, over for a sleepover. And I snuck up to listen outside the door thinking they were talking about something cute. And uh, the cousin was talking about sex. And I, and I just using the words and I kind of ran in. I was like, hold on a second. And anyway, I, I was shocked. And I rang my friend the next day and I was like, oh, my God, their cousin was talking about sex. And my daughter's only three. She was like, Stephanie. She said, I moved over to Ireland and I couldn't believe nobody knew what it was. She said, yeah. as soon as kids ask about it in Norway, they're told and that's it and it's not a big deal. She said, to come over. She couldn't believe that people didn't find out that they were 12. She thought that was crazy. And but that's I mean, what made me yeah. think about it more and kind of go, Do you know what, actually, you're kind of right. And it totally changed my, because um, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I, and I don't, I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of, and we shouldn't be ashamed of talking about this stuff openly or whatever with our kids, but I'm just trying to think from my own point of view, and uh, even from Dave there, okay, Dave has a nine-year-old son, but if my, if my little one at four or five started, at, she hasn't yet, but some philosophical questions have come up, and I've just kind of batted them off, but if she was to say, you know, how are babies made or whatever, I mean, I can't think that I'm going to go, right, now's the <laughs> time, sit yourself down there, here we go, right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it'll be easier because you'll probably just I suppose, but I mean, ultimately it's going to lead to 150 other questions and you're going down a wormhole. We all well, know life I, is busy enough. You need to just answer the question and move on or else you're going to be there for about two hours. Well, yeah, as a grandparent, I'm, you know, if the kids ask me, I think my grandkids are nine and 13 and six. Like if they ask me anything, I'm trying to just look at their mother going, I, I, am I meant to tell them or not tell them? Or Yeah, you know, no, that's not your bag. That's no, not your bias. The yeah, mother's no, bag, surely. But if your son, your grandson is three and, you know, you're getting him a bath and he's pulling the head, you know, playing with whatever piece of anatomy and you just, they put it away. What do you do? It's so, you know, you don't want to say Like, and they do, it's a natural thing, but we're never, I don't ever remember being told it's perfectly natural for a three or four year old to sit them down and tell them. We never got the, you know, experience ourselves of being told. Yeah. But your people used to get married years ago and they didn't know what it was. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> and true. And they'd shock on their wedding night to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that is true. That was a di- that was a different world altogether now. I, I, I assume it has moved a little bit. Uh, but I, I, funny enough, and just to go in very briefly before we take the break in relation to school, and I don't want to go down that whole uh, route of, of this education system and all that because it's very complex, but I do remember, and I know it's up to a lot of individual schools at the moment and a new bill is coming and whatever, but I remember um, getting shown a video in school and having to ask questions as well. And I thought mm. as a young fellow that was quite... You know, it was quite helpful or whatever. Do you think it, it should enter schools or the, the owner should be more on the education system? Uh, I'll ask that uh, to Stephanie. Stephanie first, may, you take that. I think in first year. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry Ste- Stephanie, you first. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I think maybe the schools should take over in like first year, second school, but I think before that it's up to the parents. Really? Yeah. Every parent to decide uh, what, how much their kids know, you know. I think the ground has to be done by a parent first before the school takes over. I think the ground, the the, the, the Start has to be in the parents, with the parents. 
I agree. Right. So you don't think we can just leave it up to the teachers? No, no. Maybe <laughs> in secondary school, because at that age they should know about it already, and then they get told, you know, kind of go in depth about, you know, yeah, the contraception and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think true enough. But, but, but why do we all think that it's just secondary school that kids, you know, become sexually active or, 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 or are thinking about this stuff? It happens a lot younger now, and we need to be wise to that. So the parents should be teaching it. Yeah, okay. Sorry to interrupt. You know, I think it's up to the parents then to get in and... Get Dave, stuck in with the conversation. Dave, 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 do you agree with that? You're just hanging out now oh. for, for school to, to teach yeah, your no, young no, fella. No, oh, no, Jesus. No, no, no. I, I would definitely be the one giving him the talk first. Like, yeah, I, right, okay. Like, in fairness to him, like, he knows the difference between male and female anatomy. He's a fair idea of where babies come from. And he knows the difference between like, you know, gay people and straight people. So, I mean, if he's able to understand them concepts. You know, but he's got a good that. knowledge already. He's got a base already. So you've done a good job, Dave, so far. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, it's, a, it's um, the whole act of sex we've never really talked about. Like, you know, and I think like... But I think when you get to the teenage years... That might give them a warped perception. You know, we need to get there that little Yeah, but what, what, what the article is saying, what the woman of the article is saying, that if you leave it to a later stage, they are going to get a warped perception because yeah, of, of, of the availability of whatever, you know, uh, various pornography and whatever else people are looking up now. If you don't have, I mean, I, I assume, at, well, at nine, year old, at nine years of age, does your son have a smartphone? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. No, uh, I wouldn't have thought so. But so, no. I'm just saying, some, some kids are, are given smartphones at that age. Yeah. And they do. Guess, and, yeah. and even if they don't have it, their friends have them. And they do have accessibility yeah. to, to stuff that they might get a warped opinion of, if you know what yeah, I mean. And in fairness, like, kids in school do talk as well. So, mm. you know, you'd rather, like, yeah. they, they know everything the right way before somebody tells well, them something. But that's or, what I'm saying. I, I, I know, but you said that I don't want to warp his opinion or I don't want to warp, warp his perception. Yeah. But I think you're less likely to warp his perception than what he may well, come no, up against. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, I mean, if you can't talk to me openly and honestly, like, you know, I'm, I'm failing him as a parent. It's a tough one. There's no doubt about it. It's, it's a complicated one, but it, like, there's no rule book on this. And, no. You know, and, and, a great exa- and a great reason for why as well, because if you think of back in the day, sex was like it was a dirty thing and you should be ashamed of your own body. And the highest rates of people get STDs nowadays are between... To 50, 50, 50. Bracket because they never got sex education when yeah, they were younger. Yeah, true enough. 087-188-0008 is the text or WhatsApp number eight, uh, 1850 494 if you want to get in touch and get on the air. I uh, would love to hear from you. And uh, lots of you getting in touch as well. We're talking about this article from last week uh, from Alison O'Connor. Very interesting article in the Irish Examiner. Uh, she said, it's time for parents of both boys and girls to ditch the shyness and just get on with these conversations. She's talking about sex, by the way. In today's environment, she says, it is appalling negligence not to do so. It can be uncomfortable, but what's a little awkwardness compared to the awful way you are treating your child by not talking to them about it all? So when is the most appropriate age, do you think? As, as I already said, there's no rule book on this. Uh, it's all open to debate um, and every family does it differently, I guess. Uh, but we're just trying to figure out when you think is an appropriate age for your child uh, to essentially have the chat um, about the birds and the bees. Although I have been saying the birds and the bees and someone quite rightly lambasted me for saying uh, what is disturbing is that people can't even call it what it is, sex. And I understand what you're saying. Yeah, we do. It's an Irish thing, isn't it? The birds and the bees. The birds and the bees, just in case you know anyone gets offended uh, by us saying sex. But let's, let's use that word now. When is uh, the most appropriate age for kids to learn about sex uh, from their parents and consent and everything that goes with it? 1850, 494... Uh, or WhatsApp 087 Let me see. A couple more uh, WhatsApps here as well. Uh, the only thing that would be worrying about parents teaching children sex education is who is going to teach 
the parents uh, what to say. At least if they learn in school, they are taught the same thing. Uh, from Denise, interesting Denise, is she saying maybe, you know, if they all learn the exact same thing, there's no confusion there. But then, then I suppose you're leaving the complete and utter responsibility uh, with the education system. Uh, a lot of people on air already today saying the parents will do the best job of that. Um, hi, Mike. Uh, my son is 10. He came home from school the other day with a note saying they are starting to do the talk in school in a few weeks. So my husband sat him down and told him a few things. I was cringing in my room, could hear him laughing. He's my baby. Uh, I can't bear it. It says, well, yeah, I mean, 10 years of age. He is a baby. You're right. But ultimately... Um, it's the reality, isn't it? And uh, you want what's best for your son. You want what's best for your daughter. And does it really matter what age they are? Surely, surely the uh, the earlier the better. And as that article states as well, they can be exposed now more than ever to things that may well warp their opinion. Uh, more so than you could ever warp their opinion uh, with your chat. Uh, now, let me go to. Let me see. Where am I off to here now? Um, Michael, you're live in Classic. It's Ado, Michael. Oh, sorry, Mike. Not too bad at all. You're live in Classic Kids. Go ahead, Michael. What do you reckon? Um, what do I reckon? Quite a lot, actually. Okay, well, start with the start with the first point. Well, I think kids um, have a natural curiosity to know where babies come from. Um, something, I've, something I've always noticed. Anyways, kids always say, where do babies come from? Yeah. You know, when yeah. But, um... There's a difference between telling ba- kids where babies come from and then um, piggybacking a whole load of other stuff onto that. Like, um, so, like for example, I, I've no problem with teaching young kids about where babies come from. Like in our own, in our own family, like my ex partner taught her son when he he's seven now, but when he was about four or five, mm. he was going on where the babies come from, where the babies come from, and she basically said, you know, the daddy has the seed and the mummy has the egg, and then. He wanted to know how the egg and the seed got together. So yeah, like I said, a hundred questions come after the first question if you answer the first one. Yeah, and that's that's what happens. Yeah. That's natural, yeah. Yeah, but then once he knew that, he was like, okay, you know, interest in that. But what we have to be very careful of, and uh, like this, people like Alice and O'Connor, to me, are quite naive because they're not that socially aware, even though they think they are. But we have to get this kind of weird thing you know, in our society, this liberal kind of thing where they piggyback the kind of perversion onto children's curiosity and they they'll say things well kids are asking these things and kids are exposed to these things and then they'll you know there's a big difference between biology and sexual pleasure mm-hmm. you know and talking about orgasms and sex toys and fetishes and but, but, she's, she's in no way suggesting that that sort of stuff is, I know, is, is but spoken she, about but yeah yeah but she's not see I'm not saying that she is but I'm just saying there's a naivety to, to, when you're kind of there's no epidemic in our society where kids need to be there's no sexual epidemic like in our society where kids need to be like we're not all going to die there's no Armageddon situation right now where we all have to know about it we know about sex we've been here for thousands of years like hundreds of thousands of years like we know we don't, we get it like we weren't all born yesterday like mm-hmm. but there, it, it, for me this liberal kind of thing where they piggyback their agendas onto like, you know, it's a natural curiosity for kids to know about kind of um, where babies come from. And then yeah. realistically, you know, and for myself, I was I was about 15, 16 before the hormones started kicking in. And I think biologically, a lot of us are. That's when it kind of, and I have no problem with like 15 or 16 year olds, say in the education system, being, you know, further 
further kind of opening that door into kind of sex, but like there just there just seems to be this kind of push back, pushing the age back and back and back. Yeah, and back but you see, I, I I do think the times have changed though, and I'm not. I'm not presuming your age, but I, I you know no. what I mean? I well, assume it's, it's quite, so. yeah, it's yeah. quite some time back when you were 15, 16 years of age. And I yeah. do think it has changed, whether you like it or not. And that is why this conversation is happening. But what do you mean by it's changed? It is, it, it, it's changed the age in where children are becoming sexually active. Um, the amount of subjects with regard to sexua- sexuality and sex uh, being discussed ha- has changed from a sort of more innocent day, I would have thought, to when I was 15 and 16 and when you were 15 and 16. So I think because the playing field has sort of changed, we have to have this conversation more openly. And I know you say, oh, we've been having sex for, for, you know, since since mankind came to be and all that. But things change and that's why conversations must change. When you say the playing field's being changed, like, I mean, or it's changed, has it changed organically or is it being changed um, by forces you know what i mean like oh, it's, it's changed to... it's changed with, with 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 the current societal change with regards to but who's, who's orchestrating that though you know are we orchestrating that i mean no, i think it's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's it's just an it's a natural evolution it's something we have to deal with like anything that has changed over time the world has know, become different and and, yeah. and it has become different with regards to sex and uh, and the exposure of sex and 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 the questions surrounding it toward young people who are younger now I think asking these questions than ever before. Maybe I'm naive to think that, by the way. No, no, that's basically what you're talking about is the approach. So you're saying the the playing field has changed, but I mean, if you take pornography, for example, I mean, I can can stream free pornography on any device I get my hands on, but I can't stream football matches unless I pay for them. Do you understand? So, yeah. So what is the, what's really going on here? I mean, who's, Who's running the show here? Well, you know yeah, I mean? but, but is that not one example of what has changed? Yeah, exactly. But and it's the accessibility not, not, that, and it's not, not, it's not yeah, just pornography, by the way. Fix, we can change part, we can change that. We can make people pay for pornography so kids can get their hands on it. You have to be 18 and above. Kids, like 11-year-olds shouldn't be watching porn on phones. But that's what's happening. And we could stop that very, very easily. The, the same people who want to introduce all these sex education laws... Why don't they just stop the porn on phones and devices, stop kids from watching that? That would go a great, that's, re, that's an actual more practical, realistic thing you could do. Instead of coming out with these most bizarre, these kind of sex ed laws that are trying to adapt us to these weird changes in our society, that we're not, we'll never be, we're never going to be ready for these kind of, um, we, we can never adapt ourselves to kind of what, what they're proposing in, in yeah. terms of, you know, we, we can't. But but I think, I think in that regard, yeah. The society uh, will just get more messed up if we go with their way. We can't. We can, we can put the foot down and say, no, no more porn on phones. No more this. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, it's it's very, very difficult to, to come up with laws in that, but I do think, but I do think yeah. certain officials, certain experts are quite proactive in that and they are out speaking about, you know, when it is not appropriate to have a smartphone as, as a kid and that. And, and some parents don't heed that. And, and uh, it's very difficult, difficult to come up with rules with regards uh, to banning pornography and all these sorts of things. Not because banning of, it. I'm not saying banning pornography. I know, I'm but, saying but you, you, you can't actually, well, you can't, you can't get sick cigarettes unless you're a certain age you can't get alcohol unless you're a certain age I mean like you know 
Well, well, you know, come yeah, on. Well, you can't say it's, it's not impossible. Well, you can, you but know. I mean, there, there are laws, practical laws in place to try restrict it. You're right. Uh, exactly, they, yeah. Yeah. But, a restriction, yeah. Yeah, but, 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 then, but then again, instead of, in, but, but, but ultimately, instead of bringing laws into place, is, you know, bringing awareness into place for kids to, and awareness into place for adults as well, to but let kids, them know that this isn't no, appropriate and this is what it, can happen if you, you expose your child to, 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 you know, to smartphones or whatever and, and free reign when it comes to pornography. But it's but not only not about working, pornography either. It's not working, Mike. That, that, we, that, that awareness in this field, is, it, it isn't working. It's clearly not working. Like yeah, that. no, you make a good point. I have to say, you make a good point. Joe, hang on there, Michael. Joe, you're live in Classicals. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hi. Uh, not too bad. Your, reaction, you? your reaction, by the way, to, to Michael, if you, if you heard any of what he was saying there. <laughs> well, I don't agree with anything he's, he's saying, apart from instead of taking pornography out of the internet, take phones out of children. You shouldn't have them in the first place. Yeah. So that's but, not realistic, though. Uh, no, because unfortunately there are lots of parents that think that kids that are 11 years old need a smartphone. God knows why. But I suppose what Michael's saying is, why are we having to have these conversations about, you Listen, know, implementing I'm, sex education classes for kids or younger? Or what? Are, there, are there other practical ways we could deal with this? I'm 37 years old. Uh, and like my mother, uh, and I knew it was my mother in that sense was ahead of time because I knew my friend's mothers were not talking to them about sex or anything in between. My mother always told me from everything, uh, age appropriately, obviously, from when I started asking. But like, I, I had knowledge that allowed me to protect myself, mm. to do better decisions. And, and for me, I think that was a great thing. It didn't make me promiscuous. It didn't make me anything. Mm. This gave me the knowledge to be able to be safe, to not be ashamed of my body, to know what was happening to my body. Mm. And, I, and I think that's priceless. I, don't, I, some, I think some parents feel very ashamed of talking to their kids about sex like it's something that you should be, that you should hide. No one should be talking about it. No one should... But isn't it knowledge power? <laughs> no, knowledge is power if you're able to digest that knowledge in a mature way. Because, and why wouldn't you? Because at five, six years of age, there is some knowledge you can't digest like you would as a, as a 12, oh, 13, 14 course, year old. And of course, knowledge, uh, things should be taught age appropriately. And I also don't agree that teachers should do it because let's be honest, if, if parents are ashamed <laughs> to talk to their kids about sex yeah. and and feel like oh, that oh it's that conversation yeah. i wish i don't have to have it and you yeah, know, but I, I think books. there's a there's a big gap in in speaking to your own child and speaking to children yeah. of of of, of other there parents are, but and, there are there but, are teachers that that still but they, the but they are, but they are, taboo thing. but they are educators. Like, what, what is an educator at the end of the day? It yeah, is to educate they, people they, how to progress yes. in life. But they learn to talk English and maybe science or history. Yeah, which, by but, the way, are all subjects that progress your your, your way of life, but which I help think, you through life, with help I you get jobs and all the rest. Education of it. So, what is education should be given by a professional, a doctor, right. a nurse? someone that can actually really openly 
talk about things that are important to kids. Like when you're 13, 14 years old, mm. talk about kids about safety, about what you illnesses you can get. Mm. Anything that those things are important to make kids safe. So what, a, what Joe, Joe, what age are we talking about here? <laughs> Sorry now to, 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 to bring it down to just basics of age, because that's the question I asked at the beginning. Um, Listen, I think that, you know, it's okay to give some information to five, six years old in the sense of, you know, knowing that people shouldn't touch them inappropriately. You know, mm-hmm. well, small things, age appropriate. Yeah. And then as they grow older, mm more things that are useful for their life. To be fair, How- Michael, I think that's the most logical approach. I mean, let's just let's just all be in agreement on that. That the best well, approach that's, is that's that, that, that I, those yeah. things about you know anyone touching you, whatever, they are paramount for a child, even four or five years of age. Younger, you need to tell them those things because children can be in a position of vulnerability no matter how much you protect them. And then you sow seeds as you progress through instead of, you know, this, this, this kind of vision that we all sit kids down at five or six. Joe isn't saying that. But just plant little seeds as the kid grows older. Is that not the best, way, best approach? Well, there is a difference between sex education and then teaching someone about a predator. They're kind of different. Sex education yeah. is more of a personal thing about yourself. Well, I said, as I said, well, well it I all mean, comes into consent said, oh, and I all that sort of stuff. What she's saying, I've already said. I mean, I said you, you teach kids about the biology of sex, like how babies made, without getting into it. Like, because kids aren't not. When you teach a kid about how the sperm, whatever way you, you decide to teach them about the sperm and the egg and all that, they've got no sexual feeling or lust behind it. They're not in that space yet. Their hormones haven't even grown inside their body mm. to be able to connect to well, it in that it way. It depends. Like, I talk for my son. My son is 11. He started hitting puberty last year. 11, so, as I said. So he yeah. started, but he's not in he the full swing He started puberty at 10. At 10. As young as 10. Of course, my kid is different because my kid has special needs. So it's kind of different area altogether but some kids start puberty at a very young age and they don't know I don't disagree with you Joe with their I body. don't disagree Joe Joe the point I'm trying to make is I don't look I'm, I I get all that okay but the point I'm trying to make is there is whether you want to accept this or not whether a lot of people want to accept this or not there is this liberal agenda happening at the moment and we are being manipulated and we're th- these people are piggybacking um, their version of, um, I mean, you, you look at the, the amount of powerful people that have been exposed for, for, for abusing kids. There was one interviewed two nights ago. There was one whose neck was broken recently. And these are the power elite of the world. And these are the people who are, you know, behind the whole the government's phone pushing all this stuff. So we need to get wise here and say, do, do we want these people I, pushing these sexual agendas on us and then piggybacking on not, natural I biology? I don't think this is a sexual agenda. Well, no, I think it, it is, Joe. That's the difference. So this is the, this is the debate, Joe. A couple of texts here in relation to this topic, and we're going to move on in a couple of minutes. Uh, hi, Mike. I absolutely agree that kids should be taught at the early stage about sex properly. My 15-year-old daughter just told me this weekend that a friend in her class is pregnant. Her boyfriend convinced her that it's practically impossible to get pregnant on your first time to have sex. Ridiculous. So there you go. That was his kind of warped uh, vision. 
of uh, what it's all about and uh, that's eventually what happened Um, around 12 or 13 uh, but still has to be done from parents not from school however it should be done when they are receptive so I think that they should feel that if no hormones are involved it would be useless that's why every parent knows the best time that WhatsApp says and let me see I had an interesting one here as soon as a child as soon as a child asks us is when you tell them about sex and in as much detail as they can understand I even say that emotions gave have nothing to do with uh, sex. I was never embarrassed or shy in telling my son what he wanted to know, uh, says Jude. And uh, one final one here before I go to Roisin. Mike, sexual activity and curiosity hasn't changed. I'm 54, uh, older than your current caller. I think she's talking about Michael. Yeah, I was sexually active at 16 in the early 80s and so were most of the girls at the time. The age hasn't changed but the liberal push to further its agenda has to younger ages. Uh, that is the way it seems to me. Uh, I think the classes, she says, in their second last or last year in primary school is around the right time to inform them any younger and their minds aren't ready for it. That's my opinion. I think an element of maturity is required to take it all in. So thank you very much for that. You didn't leave a name, uh, but we do appreciate the text. And now I want to go to Roisin on line three. Uh, Afternoon, Roisin. Hello, good afternoon. How are you? Not too bad at all. You're live in Classic Hits. Okay, Roisin, you get the final say on this. What do you reckon? (laughs) Well, I think that um, it, it is a very uncomfortable conversation. Um, I have a teenager, but what I would say is by taking control of the conversation, mm. you get to kind of have an impact on the way that you talk about this to your grown. So as in, um, to tell them that sex is something very special that happens in a mature grown-up relationship when you love somebody very much and the miracle that it is to create a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people get all wrapped up in the thoughts of like, I'll tell them and they'll go and do it. It's actually the opposite. Studies have shown that children who are taught, who are spoken to regularly, are actually more likely to abstain until the legal age. Yeah. um, In actual fact, the best thing that you can do is talk to them as they ask questions. And what I found anyway with my son was, by the time he asked me a question, he already knew the answer. And at what what age did he start asking questions as a matter of interest? He started asking me things at about 10. 10. And... uh, I'd be driving the car and he'd say, what does such and such mean? And I would say, that's a very grown-up word. Where did you hear that? <laughs> Heard it in school. Yeah. And I'd say, well, what do you think it means? And uh, nine out of ten times, he had a very close to or exact version of what it meant. So I think by the time they're asking questions, they actually, they've maybe heard something, they're confused about it. So in as grown-up and mature a sense as possible, so they know they can come and ask you, try not to be too embarrassed. Try to take the person out of it, but it does mean that you can kind of influence their decisions around those things and make them know that it's something very special, mm. not just, you know, like... Yeah, but, but but that's exactly it, isn't it? That you have control um, and you had a situation, obviously, where he's hearing it in school. And that's the case that, you know, uh, pretty much most at that age will probably yeah. hear something in school. But it's worth you taking control uh, and uh, and telling them the facts before they, they hear any other sort of warped opinions that some kids might have in school or whatever that, whatever or the case if, may be. You know, if they're not going to ask you, they're going to ask Google. And God knows what they're going to come across. Well, yeah, exactly. God so knows think, is right. You know, get into it. And even if you can't, even if you say, say, say well, listen... You've really puzzled me with that question. I'm going to have to think about that one and talk to you about it again. Yeah, that's my favourite tactic on this show as well. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually know that. I'll look into it for you. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.